and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. The podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach, doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, you guys. So excited to share with you this week my money date process. So this has been requested a few times. I share this with all of my clients. The fact of the matter is you need to be having money dates in your business. Now, if you have a very stable income flow, if you're really um, spacious with money right now, you have money in savings, you have more money than you need in your bank account, you still need to be doing a money date every month. If you are in a different situation, you need to be doing a money date every week. Um, And honestly, even people in a spacious financial position could probably really benefit from doing it every week. But if I'm being honest with you, I do this exact money date process I am about to share with you on a monthly basis. And it works really well for me that way. So I guess we'll dive in. Now, there's a lot of steps to this. But, and I'm not going to lie to you, this every month takes me a couple of hours. I like to do it on the first or the second of the new month for last month. But I promise you, this will make a huge difference in your business. You know, I actually got to a pretty good place in my business outside looking in without doing money dates, but I didn't feel good about money when I was in that place. So I was, I was probably a few months away from hitting my first six-figure year. And I um, was probably pretty close to the six-figure year mark. Um, And I was making $20,000 in a month. And I was keeping about $10,000 in my bank account at all times. And I know for a lot of people listening to this, that might be a dream or that might be where you are. But what you learn is that having money doesn't fix your problems, especially your inner issues. So for me, it's like I would avoid money. I didn't want to know where I was at for the month income wise because I I didn't want to feel behind. Um, I wouldn't even pay attention to the date because I didn't I didn't want to feel that energy of like a countdown and pressure and but all of that's a choice you guys. I wouldn't look in my bank account because I didn't want to see how much I had on my credit card for my coaches. I didn't want to see the number in my bank account be low. Um ah, oh, just looking at money. I couldn't stand looking at money. I, I it made me cringe. I didn't want to do it and, and in fact, I didn't do it. So one day I finally log into my bank account and I realized I had overdrafted my account. I had had a few 20K months. I was finally keeping $10,000 at all time in my bank account. 
but I had a business account that all the money goes into, which is probably how you should be structuring your business as well. And then I had a personal account, same bank account, same online banking, super easy to transfer. So everything would go into the business account and I should have been every week at least transferring some money over into my personal account, paying myself. But I hated logging into that account. I just hated it. So I log in and I had over $10,000 in my business account and negative 500 something in my personal account and a nice big fat overdraft fee that could have been 100% avoided if I just transferred my money. And the overdraft fee wasn't the end of the world. I still had money. It was fine. But it's when I really realized I needed to make a big change in my financial situation. And so number one, I started doing this fun thing. So I used to pay my rent by going to my bank ATM, taking the money out, and then going to my landlord's bank, which was honestly just next door, like on the way back home, and putting the money into their account, like a deposit or whatever it's called. I haven't done that in a long time, so I don't even know. I feel like it's a very weird way to pay your rent, but it's how we paid our rent. So um, I started playing this little game where every time I paid my rent, I would drive to the bank and the only thing I would say in my mind and think in my mind was every time I go to the ATM, there's more money in my bank account than ever before. The really only real reason I ever went to the ATM was to pay my rent, but that was every month. The second thing I did was doing these money dates every week. Now, every month. A year later, I checked my bank accounts at least weekly, like a quick glance, make sure everything's good. I had over six figures in the bank and I had myself on a salary, a payroll. Completely different situation. And yes, a lot of that is showing up in my business and selling and making more money. But I know that would not have been possible if I didn't shift my money mindset, how I told you I shifted it, with one very simple anchoring uh, tool, we'll call it, and doing these money dates. What you focus on grows. We, we somehow think what we focus on is, is going to just send us into a, a negative spiral, but what we focus on actually does grow. So what does my money date look like? Number one, I look at my income. So I go through Stripe and PayPal. I literally get out a piece of paper and yes, I have bookkeepers. I have a pretty decent financial team that tracks all of this for me as well. There's actually two other people on my team that track every payment that comes through my business. And so do I, because what you focus on grows and I'm fine if there's three of us doing it. So I write down on a piece of paper, every single payment and I categorize them. So I have a little section. It's not, it's not fancy. It's like in this corner, I write unleash and this corner is one-on-one down here in the middle is the mastermind payments. And I just tally how much I made that month and how much each program made. Then I have the simplest word document in the world where I write um, January 2021, this much income in bold. And then under that, I write each program and how much it made. That's all. Number two, I track my expenses. So I go through every account, my personal accounts, my business accounts, credit cards, PayPal, and I write down on a piece of paper 
every dollar I spend. I have I usually have one paper that's business and one paper that's personal and I categorize them. Groceries, shopping, bills, team, mentorship, tech. And I have this very basic spreadsheet that I made on my own where I um, put it all in. I put every dollar I spent in every category and then I can see totals of what I spent on business, what I spent on personal, what I spent all together, and what that means in terms of my income. So I actually add my income into that so I can see, am I in the red, am I in the green, am I super profitable, am I breaking even? Number three, I paid my taxes. So um, you need to get real advice on this. There's also another podcast episode um, with my bookkeeping team, Radical Profits. Um, her name is Callie. If you want to scroll back in the fully free podcast, listen to that. And if you don't have te- a team, if you're making like, if you're on track for six figures, making six figures or more, and you don't have a great team for your financials, you need to hire radical profits or someone similar, but go listen to that podcast episode. But cause I can't really give tax advice, but what I do every month is I have a percentage given to me by my financial team. I take my revenue I divide it by that percentage and I transfer that into a separate bank account. Nothing else goes on in that bank account except tax savings. My financial team has access to that and they pay my taxes on a quarterly basis. I haven't had a big tax bill in years. I haven't had a surprise tax bill in years. I pay a lot of money in taxes, but I pay that money ahead quarterly and I save it um, monthly. And actually the tax saving is something I do two to three times a month. I just check in and move it over because I don't, I don't want to have money in my bank. That's not mine. Do you know what I mean? Um, this is so important. You guys, I know I've, I've known so many women who make great money, who have really struggled with paying their taxes. And all that does is it blocks your money flow. It creates really weird stories about taxes. And the fact is we're stuck with them. We have to pay them. I could try to convince you that taxes are a great thing, but at the end of the day, you've got to pay them. So stay on top of it. Don't block your money flow because you are weird in your mindset about taxes. I've definitely had tax bills I've had to pay where I was like, oh God, I I would love to keep that money, but I pay it and I transfer that money no matter what, no matter what I transfer the tax money. Number four, I pay any credit cards. So there was a time where I wouldn't pay all of the credit card. I would pay part of it. I would pay the payment. I would pay a chunk. Now I aim to pay off the entire credit card every month. I've been doing that for a long time, Um, but I still utilize credit cards for points and credit score and things like that. But um, yeah, I pay off the credit card every month. Number five, pay me. So Again, as you scale your business, you're going to want a financial team. My team actually has me on payroll, so I get paid every week a salary. Um, And I also give myself, I guess what are called, I'm not the expert here, owner draws. So I just, I like to keep my personal account at a certain number. So to be really honest with you, I just transfer over my personal account after taxes are paid, credit cards are paid, a little extra to get my personal account up to par. That's how I do it, if I'm being honest with you. Number six, um, I save. So I'm going to start working with a financial planner in the new year, which I'm so excited about. 
But what I've been doing with most of my overflow money, which is what I call this, this is your overflow. I literally, my account is named overflow. Um, I put mine in a high yield savings account. And this is where I'm saving for when Frankie leaves his job, when we move and buy our home. Um, I'm excited for that. I'm really excited for that. And I've watched that account grow a lot. Uh, COVID has really taken a hit on high yield savings accounts, but it's still a lot better than my regular bank savings account looks. So you can honestly just Google that if you want to open one of those. Um, but this is great too, because I'm not just hoarding all of my money in my, my personal checking account. I'm putting it into an account in another bank. I learned once I started looking at money and this is the goal, you guys get in a neutral place with looking at your money. The misconception is that we need to open up our bank account and do a happy dance. No, you don't need to do a happy dance when you open your bank account. You just need to be like, okay, cool. These are the facts. Got it. In and out. That's how I feel when I open my bank account. You don't need to be doing a happy dance. But the thing is that I learned as well is it is a game and it's a game I choose to play. I, for me, what works for me is I have certain points I like my bank account to be. So I actually continually transfer money out of my account into an account that I never look at very, very occasionally just to see like what's in here. I pretend that money doesn't even exist and it helps me keep my accounts up to par without getting stagnant. That's my new money game instead of the ATM money game. Um, Okay. Number seven, there's literally eight steps to this. We're almost done. I have a very, very simple document where I type in all the cash I have, meaning everything I have in checking accounts, um, all the investments I have. So I have a little bit of stock investments. I have a retirement account, um, all my high yield savings, and then minus any loans and credit cards. And I just have it do a really simple formula where it does the sum of all of those. And I just, every month I add in my net worth. I don't own anything. (laughs) I don't own anything. Okay. I don't own a house. I don't own, I do kind of own a car, but it's on a loan. Um, but I have watched my net worth grow a lot and I'm happy with that. And it's another way to look at money beyond just what you're making this month. And it keeps me out of my ego because my net worth isn't something I talk about, Um, and it's not something I'm constantly posting about. I like to constantly post about my income goals, my income that I make, because I think it's a conversation that really needs to be opened up, but it's very easy for that to become ego. So I need money goals that people don't even know about. People don't know how much money I have. People don't know my net worth. People don't know what I have in savings. That is my game I play and that I celebrate privately and that I set goals around that I'm not setting them based off of what I heard she has in the bank or what her network, like, it's just like, ooh, that'd be really cool to see that go to that point. And then I do it. And that's really, really fun for me. And it keeps me out of ego. Number eight, uh, set your goals and intentions for the next month. Sometimes my intention is like, spend less in the drive-throughs, like, <laughs> or um, eat at home more, or um, even spend more on team or ads or uh, less or increase my income, things like that. So, uh, yeah, I just set my goals and intentions for money. Also in my network, my net worth document, um, next to the column where it puts the total net worth each month, the next column or row, I don't know, over, I type in an, uh, affirmation 
So, I mean, this document goes back years. Like I started this years ago in 2017 and um, my net worth was negative. (laughs) And I literally wrote, my net worth is $0. My net worth is $10,000. That it turned to my net worth is 50,000. My net worth is 100,000 and on and on and on. And it's like, I just type that intention there. I literally don't think about it again. And it is crazy to see it happen. And um, honestly, at this point in my business, what matters more to me than how much I make in a month is my like wealth, what I'm creating. So that's how I do that. Um, That's my money date, guys. Literally, I just do that on a monthly basis. But this has changed the game for me. Um, in my business with money. And I highly, highly suggest you do it. It's eight steps. It does take a couple hours. I set aside three hours to do this. It it depends on how focused I am. And I really suggest you do it too. All of my clients are required to look at their money (laughs) often and do their money date. Cool. All right. I will talk to you guys in next week's episode. I hope you enjoyed. Bye guys. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated, or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.